when your heating and cooling system needs service, turn to Francisco Heating and Air Conditioning. They've been delivering quality service in West Virginia since 1980. No matter the make or model, Francisco Heating and Cooling can make sure your unit is back in service in no time. And their work is guaranteed. Francisco Heating and Air Conditioning is fully licensed and insured and is a certified train dealer. And remember, it's hard to stop a train. Find them on Facebook or call 304-542-1895. Catch the Mountaineers in comfort with Francisco Heating and Air Conditioning. When your heating and cooling system needs service, turn to Francisco Heating and Air Conditioning. They've been delivering quality service in West Virginia since 1980. No matter the make or model, Francisco Heating and Cooling can make sure your unit is back in service in no time. And their work is guaranteed. Francisco Heating and Air Conditioning is fully licensed and insured and is a certified train dealer. And remember, it's hard to stop a train. Find them on Facebook or call 304-542-1895. Catch the Mountaineers in comfort with Francisco Heating and Air Conditioning. All right. Section 304 podcast brought to you by The Book Exchange. The Book Exchange, WV, right there. Two locations on campus. One beside the Kroger over on Evansdale, and then there's one there in the loop by, I believe, what is that, White Hall in the library? Yeah, right by, by the what old used to be Bent Willies. Bent Willies. Chicken Bones. Chicken, yep. chicken Bones, RIP. I miss you more and more every time I go to Morgantown, and I realize what trash bars there are there, there, are there now, and uh, not many of them are meant for people of our age. Bent uh, Willies is like a poor man's Dave and Buster's now, isn't it? I think so. I haven't been back there, man. I've been to Gibby's and Jean's place, but like a lot of those bars now along High Street, they just like if you go in there at our age, like you're the creep, like you're that oh, you're yeah. that fucking creep guy, like you're you know, yeah, you're the dude at the bar that like you know, remember when we were in college, it'd be like somebody's fucking grandpa came in and there they were at Speedies or somewhere on a third. They got into town on Thursday, thought they'd go take advantage of Penny Pitcher too, and it's like. Who's the fucking creep at the bottom? That's us now. You're not viewed as what you think you are. Yeah, you don't look cool. No. Standing in there in a fucking 19-year-old bar establishment where they're all ringing out with their fake IDs and the beer is like Schlitz on fucking keg and they got it on sale from Maris's because it's about to kick its date. So now they're selling it for a penny a pitcher and you wonder why it's green when it comes out in the pitcher. You're drinking skunk beer. You're too old to be in there, and those bars are not for you. What bars are for us? Jeans. Jeans. Fishbowl. Fishbowl. Crockett's. Kegler's probably. Kegler's is not so much. I don't go there so much for the bar experience, but Kegler's you can fit in. Um, You can't really. I don't think at our age we can really pull up to, like, Joe Anywhere Mama's, on high streets yeah, out of the question. Yeah, those, Unless it's a restaurant. Yeah, those are not for us. Yeah. So if you're over the age of 32. That's a good age. You don't – 32, you can be in, in, in code or whatever. Joe Mama is the Lazy Lizard or fucking, you know, Club Z. You can be in those places if you're like 31. I think 32 is your cut for being a weirdo and a creep. But that's just me. Like I, said, I haven't hit High Street in a long time. I usually a lot of up and backs, so I do my drinking in the blue lot, sober up, and then back down 79 I go. 
Yeah, well, hey, use the code at the book exchange. Yeah, section 304. While you're not going into bars. Yeah. And if you're going to go into a bar around there, just walk on down to Gibby's. You're allowed in Gibby's. You can go from the book exchange, buying some Rat Rogers gear, unless Crumbs brought it all out. You can go from the book exchange down to Gibby's, get you a nice cold beer and, and some wings and relax. And then they usually have live music in there. It's a good time. I mean, I... <laughs> How you feel about the spring game yesterday? You watched a lot of it? I watched most of it. Um, first off, pretty good crowd. Over 12,000. Everybody's there to get that gear. Gear. The, gear the weather was, was great. The weather was perfect. I'm not a guy who reads a whole lot in the spring game. I don't think you can because none of those three guys you saw throwing balls yesterday, are they going to start? No. no. I will say this. Love the pace of the offense. Like the look of the offense, too. I mean, they under with Daggy and whoever who was called whoever the hell was calling plays. We never quite figured that out. Um, it, it it looked indecisive. There was not an identity, and it didn't ever seem like we knew what we were doing. Now it's pretty clear. Like you got one guy in charge. He's going to try to hit some deep balls. Going to try to run a little bit, and then he doesn't like to punt. No, that's that's a good thing though for an offense. I, I, I agree. I agree. Not liking to punt is is where it's at. Yeah, um, thought our receivers look good. I think we're yeah. Gonna be I, all think, right there. I think I think we're we're thin there, but I think the guys that we have are all uh, better than average. Prather made a hell of a catch. When Sam his, James made a great. You talking about Prather when he was falling on his ass yeah. and caught it there um, over his shoulder. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ford Wheaton looked good. Yeah, I expect I, big things out of him. I think all the receivers are uh, while while like the, it may be thin as far as who's all in the room. I think everyone who's in that room is extremely capable of uh, causing some problems. I'm about to buy a fucking program though. I don't know who anybody in the second. Well, and that's that's life now. Yeah, you're not going to know who any of these cats are because none of them come and stay. So it's every year. It's like you know, okay. Uh, Nick Troy, 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 Troy Forbes, you think he's going to be there, and then what, he's gone to where? Where did he end up going, like Mississippi Valley State or somewhere that nobody... No, Texas, San Antonio, I there think. There you go. He's playing for Larry Coker's Roadrunners. Is that where he's at? I mean, it's like, come on, dude. And then, you know, Ty Smith. it's like, guys, now it's just you're never going to see the same people back there. But, you know, such is life. Fuck it. I'll still be there on Saturdays for the Blue Lot experience, if nothing else. But I think this team could be... I don't. I don't think we're going to dominate. I think we'll be middle of the road. Hard to gauge the running game due to the format of the game, where most yeah, of it can't was tackle two two hand touch. Which, yeah. again, not something I have a problem with because <clears throat> don't want to get anybody hurt. No, yeah. But there's some guys with some talent there, though. There's yeah. four guys that can play. Yeah, I, I think we're going to have a good offense this year. I think we finally turn it around. I hope so, because it's been putrid. It's been awful. I've seen some bad defenses up there in my time, <laughs> especially under Dana and Rod had a couple bad defenses. Uh-huh. But this offense appears to have some guys who can make some plays, and it's going to come down to how Daniels fits in at the quarterback slot because I don't think anybody thinks that he's not going to be the starter. I mean, I don't want him to be the starter, but what I want and what what is – to happen is two totally different things. I'm I'm all in on touchdown Jesus. Nico? Yep. I thought Nico looked good yesterday. 
He appears to be uh, not rattled easy. No, he didn't throw the ball the best. That would go to uh, Crowder. But, like the QB draw, you can see the talent. But of the three of them, they've said Crowder's had the worst spring. It's just hard to believe anything they say. Yeah, I think coaches same. naturally are full of shit sometimes. Which one of them's going to leave? I, I think Crowder's going to leave. Maybe Green. People Green were up there yesterday said Green was the worst of the bunch. He missed some throws, but he also had opening drive in the second half. He was two-play drive, two bombs to Ford Wheaton, covered yeah, 75 yards in two 50, plays. 50-50 ball in the and, end zone. Yeah, it, it, The first one might have was underthrown a little bit, but – Ford Wheaton made the play. Um, who else stood out? I didn't know anybody on defense besides the Stills brothers. The Stills, well, probably uh, what's that? Uh, Pogba, Pogba, and I Stills. think it's Cobga. Yeah, well, we'll figure this out by August. Yeah, Pogba, Cogba, Stills, and then uh, what's uh, there's a couple of guys in the secondary. They said that are making Lamp. some noise, but yeah, I don't, I don't know, like. What is it, Jackie Wilson Lamp or some shit like that? I think Andrew Wilson Lamp. There you go. I knew it was something. Then the, I lines. forget the name of the free safety, but they said he's the starter. Woods? No, he's going to play corner. Austin, maybe? Like I said, buying a program yeah. for the first time yeah, since it's, probably it, and it's 2001. Just, it's just because there's just the turnover rate is just so fucking crazy with college sports now. I don't know if you listen to any of the coverage – during the spring, I didn't listen a whole lot, but they're very happy with the secondary. Yeah, I, from the what I've read of it, um, it seems like they're happy with the secondary, and it sounds like some of the guys who left may have left because their minutes were going to subside to these others who are better. And, uh, you know, if that's the case and you don't want to work at it, then you're probably better to go to Texas Roadrunner San Antonio with Larry Coker and play in this, you know, the – Alamo Dome. D2 fucking uh, shit stakes bowls and all that bullshit. If you don't want to come here and compete, that's on you. But, um, yeah, everything they said, it seemed kind of positive. Um, I also, like you, though, I'm I'm of the guard that uh, he spreads so much shit and sunshine that, you know, he never says anything bad, and he's just always on a positive level. So I don't know what you can believe. I mean, what's he going to do, come out there and, like, this is the worst spring we've had since I've been here, and we've lost so many people to transfer. And uh, do you remember Rodriguez? Though he would be like, "Oh, we're in August. We're terrible. Like, yes, we have. We're just. We're not going to be good this year." Then we win eleven games. Yeah, but I think it's the, hard. To the tell. only time that you've ever really seen Neil actually show you his hand and what he was feeling was when uh, Mesidor left. Where'd he end up? I think he took a little bit of money, and a die may have been in his a text little bit messages. Of money? Well, I mean, you know, there's some money out there. A die may have been in his text messages, and uh, sent him a couple of wire transfers and some and some U gear. I heard they gave him his own turnover chain, but it's made with real diamonds. He wanted to go somewhere, a place where he felt safer. So, I mean, Dade County, 305 is the safest place in America, right? And Morgantown is practically uh, a hellhole. So it's all about safety and all that good stuff. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you were to ask me where I would feel safer, 
if it would be in Morgantown or if it would be down in the 305 where, I mean, I think we even had a former player get shot in the head there as well as a couple other spots on his body. And crime down there, I mean, it's just up at an alarming rate. But if you were to ask me if I feel safer in Miami or or Morgantown, I I would certainly say I'm moving to Miami for my safety. Is there a Grand Theft game set in Morgantown? No. No, no, but there's one that's set down there in Spanish Miami. You know, you just run around on the streets jacking cars, and, you know, it's even got the hookers in the game. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure that it wasn't – there's no dirty tactics to get him to come to Miami. I'm sure that it was all done on the up and up, and hopefully he feels safer now. Because, I mean, it wasn't in Miami that uh, they had two teammates. One of them killed the other one, a big lineman, like shot yeah, him in his Brian apartment. Potter, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, but it, it's safe down there. Safety first. Very, very safe. So I, I, I hope I hope that a die got him a uh, Kevlar vest to wear underneath his shit when he's walking the streets. And uh, maybe they got him an army helmet, too, that he could wear just in case a couple of strays ring out. But uh, I'm sure he'll feel much safer down there than he will here. The um, point guard from Kansas State, who was first team all league, he's transferring to Miami. He got a two-year deal worth eight hundred thousand dollars. What it's, did what did O get to come back to Kentucky? Two million. So O's getting paid more to stay at Kentucky than Deuce made in his yeah entire the, rookie um, contract. All the jokes we used to make about Cal Perry's players taking pay cuts. Well, it's it's, it's come true. true. It's true now. I mean that two million. That may be more than Scotty Barnes got this year, and he's rookie of the fucking year. Yeah, how much do the rookies in the NBA don't get a lot? They don't lot? get a lot. I think the higher the pick you are, obviously, yeah. the more you get. But I don't envision his number being where he's getting $2 million for a year. They used to get a shitload, and the players complained about that. Yeah, I mean, I, I could see I could see Barnes getting you know over – it's guaranteed the contract's worth over a mil, but that's like total of it through the – I think they signed a three or four year deal, and I would think I don't I don't know, but I would think Barnes is just barely out out making more cash than Oscar. But Oscar's getting his all in one lump sum. So just all about kids and academics and. But here's the thing, this man. Is where we are right now. How fucking trash is Calipari? That like you have these dudes and you're still getting bounced in the first round. Like you're an absolute fucking joke. Like, is he one of the most overrated and overhyped coaches in all of college sports? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. he's got, what, one natty? One. He hasn't been to Final Four since 2015. And, you know, he had that undefeated team that everybody will, will, will run their fucking dick beater about. But guess what? Frank Kaminsky in Wisconsin grounded those fucking chumps. Then with Wall and Cousins and Bledsoe and Booker. Or no, Booker wasn't on that team. Booker was on a team that beat the shit out of us. But with Wall and Bledsoe and and Cousins and Patterson, we beat them in Syracuse. So there's another failure for him. He really might be the most overrated coach in all of college athletics. I mean, how do you... It's hard to believe that he only has one championship. How do you get all those guys and you still, you're not there just every year, year in and year out? I tell you what, the Final Four, Kansas had the team they had. They won it, obviously. Mostly guys that have stuck around there for a couple years. Yeah. 
they had one transfer that really played a lot, Remy Martin. Villanova, they don't hemorrhage transfers like everyone else. No. Guys go to Villanova, they typically what's, stay there for What's he retired for? That kind of came out of nowhere. He's, he's like 61 or 62. Why the hell would you want to stick in that? Yeah, I don't stick I, in the game that long, dude. I mean, he's yeah. got two chips. Another final. Yeah, I four. mean, I, I get him leaving, but it just seemed like it was kind of just abrupt and sudden. Like, had it been like speculated or talked about? Like, you know, I hadn't heard it. Is he going pro? I don't know. I wouldn't go pro. No, I mean, I can't imagine anybody wants to deal with that shit yeah. in the pros. Like that, just no thanks. But I. I don't know. It just it just seemed like it came out of nowhere kind of suddenly, and I didn't know, you know, if I I don't look at ESPN.com a whole shitload, but it just seemed, it was like, oh, Jay Wright's retiring, and then the text I got was like, oh, well, how weird is that, that he didn't go on, like, some big wild retirement tour to make everything about himself, like some asshole out of uh, Durham. <laughs> like, how crazy is it that he just kind of retired and, you know, rode off into the sunset? He didn't have to make it all about him. And have you know huge celebrations everywhere he went. It's like what a what a what a what a thought to just be a normal person and just kind of slide out, slide hey, out quietly. Yeah, hey, get one more Final Four and say been, it's been fun. But yeah, there's talk that Coach K might come back. I've heard rumors about that. Could you imagine? I he did not look good to me. Like he his I have a cold. He sounded like me the whole year. Yeah, he sounds tired. He, if you watch them walk, he was he he wasn't very mobile. They like, why do you want to stick around when five you're stars seventy five years old? You have grandkids. What yeah, are you? I, I don't understand it. Those dudes are all wired different. They're all just fucking. They're all different in the head. Like they don't, you know, they don't know what they what they can do, and and they feel like that's all they have in life is the is the game. And, you know, does he want to go out with Carolina torching him twice? Probably not. Yeah. I mean, actually, fuck, they might have beat him. They beat him three times this year, didn't they? No. Did they not beat him they three They beat him two biggest games of the year, though. They only played three times. Uh, I was thinking they VT played. Bounced, VT, VT bounced North Carolina that's and Duke right. out of the ACC tournament. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. But the two biggest, like, the coronation of – his career, classic. He had to sit there through that whole ceremony after getting his ass kicked, which I loved. It was classic. And then he tells him to shut up, stop talking. It's not over. It's not over. He looks like an asshole. And you know that uh, Carolina's coach, fuck him. His name's Hubert Davis. Hubert Davis. You what know a hire! You know he's just loving that, loving life. Who would have thought Hubert takes them to the championship game? No shit. And Baycott's coming back, and I think they're going to get a big-time transfer. But speaking of basketball, I don't know. You want to take a break, come back, and talk about where Bridges has landed and where it's suspected that uh, your buddy McNeil's going to land? Let's just work, keep it rolling. You just want to keep it keep rolling? Keep it rolling. All right. Well, Bridges announced he's going to Baylor. I uh, I think that uh, put stamp this down, record it, save it. I think Jalen Bridges is going to toast us next year twice. I think he was played out of position. I think he was misused here. Dude, he's not a four. He's he not played. A four. But he, did he play four? He did. A lot of the time he played four, Cottrell played five. I think both those what guys. What was our starting lineup? Keedy, McNeil, Sherman. Bridges and uh, Cottrell. Yeah. That was it. 
those two are wildly played out of position. I think Cottrell is a, is a stretch four. Bridges is a three because neither one of those guys have the the, the inside presence that you need. No, Cottrell couldn't play on the block. Exactly, and yeah. he never has. And that's what he said. That was his reason for leaving. It was like it's not NIL money. It's because I'm being asked to play as a five with my back to the bucket, and I've never ever played that way. And it's not going to change for me. Is he a? Is he going to UNLV? I don't know where he's going. I think that's. I know they're really after him. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I don't he's from think out he can there. play at the level we had him play. I don't think he can play in the Big Twelve. Uh. I don't know, man. I would. I, I would like to see what both those cats do when they're played and used correctly. And I, you know, they're probably. Does, does Bridges start for Baylor? <laughs> Baylor plays a lot of guards. Probably, I would think. I mean, I don't. I would think he'll. I, if he doesn't start, he'll get a lot of minutes. I just don't think he has the mentality to be a. And look, I'm not. A I'm not score like the primary he, scorer. Yeah, I think everything I've seen of him, he plays very timid and he he defers. Um, now, when he's in there by himself. You know, when Taz is hurt and Sean was hurt, he, he's in there by himself. He'll he'll get you 16, 18 points. He's a little more aggressive. But if you got him on the floor with other scores, he tends to, it appears, defer and not want the ball in his hands. But, you know, what do you do? Um, it's just it is what it is. And uh, good luck to him at Baylor. And, you know, if McNeil lands at a Big 12 school, I don't think anybody anyone cares about where you go. Because uh, there's no game plan that needs to be drawn up for you. All you got to do is have somebody around him. The guy can't well, shoot if, if unless he's wide open. Well, if you have a point guard who can get him the ball, get in the lane, and then kick it out, he'll be effective. Yeah, well, we'll see. I don't think that guy's worth the fucking toilet paper he wipes his ass with. <laughs> and I could care less where he ends up. Good riddance to him. He's a third. He's like the third option, right? That's what he is. I don't even know that I want him as a third option on my rec league team. Get you 12, hit a couple threes. Bridges, again, I'm not – I don't think he is a superstar. He's never going to be a superstar. I think we wanted him to be. I think he'll be a big-time role player for Baylor. For Baylor and I think probably. he'll get about 12 and 9 a game. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what he does because people act like he is a – irreplaceable piece and I haven't seen that in three years so we'll see he's been he was a huge disappointment in my opinion he's a big reason we had a terrible team this year yeah there's nobody on our team from last year that's irreplaceable no, let's he, just go ahead and put that out there right now <clears throat> he was asked to get 10 to 12 points a game and he couldn't do he it. couldn't do it but again how much of that is because he's playing out of position it's it's hard to say uh I thought we could have used him better. I agree with yeah. that. You saw him mean, to the, the high post instead of like Cottrell or whoever else was doing that. And it, and if if everyone stays who's supposed to stay, he's probably not playing the four spot. You're probably looking at um, he's playing the three, and then DC and O are down low, and Cottrell's given a little more time for his ankle to come about, and 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 you know it's a different look. But you play the cards you're dealt, and we weren't dealt a great hand last year, and we were stuck with a guy who could score, but not a lot else around him. And he uh, ate the ball. Uh, as big a fan of Sherman as I was, <clears throat> there was no flow. I think that had more to do with there was not having a point guard. 
Yeah, I mean, it was just it was just a bad year, and like I said, you know, you don't want to sit and, and chop them down all the time, but I knew after watching that pick game that they just weren't very good. And every you know, you guys they all busted out, you guys all busted my balls about it, and I was just I'm just telling you after that watching them play Pitt in person, I was like, eh, I don't think we're as great as what people think we are. But we'll see what he does. How do you feel about this fucking guy that we just picked up? from Sam Houston State. It's us and Sam Houston State going for this guy. We have oh, two scholars left, and he's offering this fucking clown shoes. I uh, just scratched my head. It's just it's mind-blowing to me. We, the he, other... there's, there's been nothing done that's been impressive or makes me think that they're recruiting any better than what they have in the past with, with these. Like, we get the fucking Juco big man – then we get the the guard from South Carolina who's on his fourth school in four years. And then we get Toussaint from Iowa who can't score. But he's a true point guard, which is fine. You need a true point guard. But we also need somebody to score the ball. These guys are all defensive players, though. That's what we're doing. We're going to go back to rock fight ball. We have to add a score. I know they're talking about adding a transfer from Oakland. Who had a, he? We play, We opened with him last year, and he had a pretty good night. I forget his name, but the the second JUCO guy, the first guy I get, best rebounder in JUCO. His what is his coach's comment about him was he loves rebounding. Like no one's going to out effort him on the glass. You bring a guy like that in, he don't expect him to score. Fine, because one of our biggest weakness last year was rebounding. There's no doubt about that. But who's going to score? That's that's the sixty five thousand dollar question. Because that yeah, and and it's just not been addressed. And then I see he's got like a guy who's transferring from UConn coming in to look around. And there's another cat that they were they were having come visit. But it's like you have one scholarship left. I and, think they can get around that. Well, I mean, I guess we'll fucking I guess we'll see. But there's just been nothing done that makes that should give anyone any excitement towards watching that team play next year. The, the head scratcher, though, was the most recent one. And then like here's guy's the thing. 6'10", 290, he's not athletic. Um, I watched some highlights of him. He's a typical, like, back to the basket. Eat up space. Eat up sp- I'm telling you, dude, you're going to find <laughs> out a lot because we play in that tournament out in Oregon. You're going to find out a lot right then, the Phil Knight Invitational, because I think we're going to get our boots fucking smoked out there. And I think a lot of people are – I think a lot of people are starting to, to kind of uh, sense it now that maybe it's maybe it's passed him by. You hear a little bit more, you know, people commenting about it and people are, are more accepting of it. But you still have that army of, you know, the Huggins army that if you say a crossword, they will come at you with the pitchforks and the fucking torches and want to, how dare you, you blasphemous motherfucker. You don't speak <laughs> ill of our of our savior, Bob Huggins. But I think that uh, if he puts together two back-to-back stinkers, um, I think there's going to be some problems. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think, you don't want to see the AD have to start getting involved in it, but a lot of people think the AD might be part of the fucking problem too. Lines is fine. Uh, some people like him, some don't. I'm indifferent. I don't think he does any. I think he's a 
you know, pencil pusher signing papers and doing whatever, but he needs to be on the phone and get us get us ready for some conference realignment when it comes because we don't want to be stuck holding our nuts over in this fucking Big 12 with, with these BYU losers. in Central Florida. In Houston. I'm hearing more chatter about USC going to the Big Ten. Somebody sitting here in Texas was trying to get out of the SEC deal. I can't imagine. I that's can't true, imagine that. But that's what that's somebody was saying that the other day, and I was like, yeah, I don't know anything about that. I couldn't tell you. But it is what it is. But I think Bridges will. I think Bridges will smoke us. Uh, How's that reception going to be when he comes back? He'll get booed. I hope he gets booed very loudly. I was going to say hitting the head with a beer can, but he'll get booed. Did you see the Yankees and? Indians game yesterday, and they were throwing beers at the fucking right fielder. I did not. Who, the Yankees? After, yeah, after, after the game, the Yankees fans were throwing beers at the right fielder. Of what the happened? Indians. I don't know. I just saw them chucking beers, and the guy was going fucking nuts, and then a ump took a, a full can to the back, and then Aaron Judge ran out and calmed the fans down, and, you know. What are they furious about? I, I would assume that fans are upset. They have to call them the Guardians now. Nobody wants to do that. They got rid of a perfectly sweet fucking logoed hat in the Cleveland Indians, and you know, they've ruined Major League or the movie Major League. It's just a huge stink on that now. Fucking Cleveland Guardians, the Washington football team, the Commanders. Oh, oh well, they're the Redskins to me, and the the Indians will always be the Indians. I think it is what it is. This whole woke society is too much. It's just too much for me. <laughs> What's the point of that? I don't fucking know. Just to have a reason to be mad. Everybody was wants anybody to be mad. complaining about that? No. <coughs> no, they weren't. But it's just a reason for people to be mad. It is what it is. Fuck it. It's Cleveland Indians to me. Redskins. Washington Redskins. There you go. There you go. My younger brother's a Redskin fan and he got some retro gear from my grandmother because my grandfather was a big Redskin fan. And I was like, do you wear that out in Los Angeles? He was like, nope. Nah, L.A.'s way nope. too woke of a city for that shit. Your brother would be labeled many a name. And canceled. He, yeah, and he wouldn't he would like any canceled. of them. How dare you wear that Redskins jersey, you fucking... You're oppressing a whole a whole race of people with that. No, they were named the Redskins for about a hundred years, so sorry. But no, I don't know, man. Um, that spring game is a spring game. Uh, Nico looked like he's poised. Receivers look good, but the spring, Preston Fox. Yeah, the spring game doesn't really tell much. What do you anything. think of him? Is he the spring game wonder we never hear from him again? I hope I don't, not. I don't think so. He's got hands. He can that catch. one-hander. Yeah, right down the sideline. He can catch. Um, he's solid. But uh, spring game, spring game. I'll be up there first game of the season. We'll see how it Are works. Are you going to Pitt? No, I'm not. I'm not going to Pitt or Tech. I'm going to Charlotte for uh, – The Presidents? Yep. Yep. I, got I might try to talk him to going up to Pitt. Uh, there's been there's been a few people who have tried to talk me into it. I just – I don't see Who's it. going? It's a Thursday you know. night game. Cooper and all of them are going. Cooper's going? Yeah, the bars and Coop, they're all going. I'm not going. Cam's going. Dunlap's going. Dunny's going. Dunny's fired up. Dunny's fired up. Dunny's fired up for the pit game. He's going. 
The backyard brawl. It's back, baby. In all of its glory. My foot's asleep. I gotta stand up. You alright? Yeah. My foot's just asleep. But, um... I think we got a chance against Pitt now. You were all up there with a brand new quarterback and... Well, I mean, I guess we'll find out. It is what it is. I wouldn't, uh... I don't know how, how crazy I am about Seven point team. underdog right now. You bet it? No. You going to bet it? No. Put a thousand on it. No. Come out of the gates. Come out hot. You and Come D out Wayne, hot. You and D Wayne up there sucking down some Knob Creek before the pit game. Put a G bar on it. And if we and if we win, if we win. You knock, if, we, if we win, you knock out a pit fan. If we lose, you knock out a pit fan. Either way it works. Vintage crumb. I haven't been up to pit since oh four. It's vintage crumb night at the, <laughs> at the pit game. I haven't been to VT since 04. Well, we haven't played them down there since 04. 04 was a bad day. There was a monsoon. Yeah. When was when was Wiley's stop? 02. 02? Yeah. I drank a lot of tequila that night. Did you really? I had a test the next day, and I, was, I stayed up all night drinking coffee because I was so hyped. <laughs> Watched Sports Center probably. Back to back to back to back to back. Yeah, I was. I drank a lot of tequila that evening, and uh, it was a good night for everyone involved. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. I won't be at the pit game, but like I said, there will be some people there. And if you feel that good about us, go bet it right now. Seven point, seven point dogs, huh? No faith in Neil. Trust the climb. But I think that's about all I got to talk about today. Remember to go to the book exchange. Use the code, Section 304, get 25% off. Yost will probably be back around next week. He's playing. He's Are we going to be here next week? Today. I don't think we need to. Take a couple, yeah, really week, three, four on. weeks off. Yeah, and then it's we'll see you quiet. back. Baseball those, team's kind of struggling. In those three to four weeks, we're gone. BookExchangeWV.com, I believe it's the website. Go there, use the code, Section 304. It does work. Donnie's used it. Donnie got himself a camoed Mountaineer hat. 25% off. He loves it. Yeah, all these places say, sell the same gear. You might as well get it from a local mom and pop that's been around since 1934. Exactly. The book exchange. That's where we shop. That's where we go. All right, y'all. We're out of here.